0: Gonna record just say something just so i can keep this because yeah, is- dude my, my terminator voice my video game voice. let's go
1: <laughs> hey this is dan murphy of all good things and you're listening to interview under fire all
0: right how's it going out there everyone sunny back here with a brand new edition of interview under fire smack dab in the middle of season eight believe it or not Today, I'm here along with frontman Dan Murphy. Uh, it's an honor, man. Thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. Now, this is an exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the crew over at All Good Things with the release of your latest single, For the Glory, which has you collaborating with the likes of Johnny Three Tears and Charlie Scene of Hollywood and Dead. Uh, first things first, man, I want to commend you guys on all of the well-deserved reactions it's been getting so far. I mean... The reason you are here today is because of those said reactions you've been getting these past few years, right? I mean, plenty of amazing things to unravel about what lies ahead and uh, what you guys are all about. But before we get to all that, I know we talked about it before the interview started. This has been a very common question, how I start things off these days. A simple question, how are you, man? I think it's an important one to ask considering what's been happening in the last year. How's life in L.A., dude? (laughs) <laughs> uh, thanks man appreciate it thanks for the kind words to start um I, i'm fine
1: dude i'm good uh i think like everyone else uh you know it's like almost day by day i have my good days and my bad days right um today i honestly i woke up in a terrible mood but i'm feeling a lot better chatting with That's you, good. Good. That's so, you know you know you have your good days and bad days man it's good um but yeah no everything's good uh just you know it's been a lot of the same thing just hanging around at home and uh
0: you know, just waiting to get out there and to release some music and play
1: some shows again, dude. It's been a
0: long yeah, year. Uh, all good things. I'm just, we're just, that's going to be the main theme throughout this entire interview. Just all good things. Cause that's where we want to keep that on the constant. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I do want to wind the clock back here, Dan, to perhaps where it all started. Because for fans and listeners who may not know, and this will be on every major stream out there, if you could just briefly shed a bit more light about that moment in your life that led to the, forming of all good things with andrew liz miles and tim into so what you guys are today because you weren't really planning on being an actual band right <laughs>
1: yeah and they didn't even plan on me being the singer of the band in the beginning either it's <laughs> funny uh you know all good things was the, they named the band before i even got to join the band so it's oh funny. wow uh, yeah i was uh i wasn't even the first singer of the band originally they had a couple other guys that sang on yeah the that's right that's right I, we were doing like compilations and um uh, just writing for film tv and licensing and stuff and even to rewind even farther than that like I was just uh writing recording with Andrew and Liz our guitarist and bassist. but it wasn't even all good things it was like totally different genres of stuff so it's
0: all different things
1: uh, <laughs> yeah totally yeah all different things exactly
0: so yeah bad man fun, I, did, uh, bad I think you knew that was coming
1: <laughs> exactly dude <laughs> and, yeah and uh it was funny at the time I was actually in a band with Sean White called Bad Things so it was in all good things and bad wow things. wow <laughs> a lot of things going on um it was interesting but uh yeah that was kind of just like a you know side project I guess it was just something we did in the studio like we all kind of focused on all our, our other stuff on our other projects and in the beginning it was just a side project like hey let's go to the studio today and bash out some hard rock stuff yeah. and just you know we all grew up doing it and just we like yeah we have fun with it um in the beginning they didn't even know I was a rock singer so it actually took our drummer Tim to be like hey you guys need someone to like scream on your shit like you should hit up Dan they're like No, dude, he's got kind of a softer voice. I don't know if he's fit (laughs) for that kind of thing. So It kind of went back for, I think it was like, you know, maybe a few weeks before they were like, hey, you want to just come in and just, uh, we live super close to each other. So go by the studio and um, lay down some vocals. And yeah, the first two tracks we did were super successful as far as like placements and licensing and stuff goes. So uh, Battle Rock 2. Uh we we did a few more songs and that got even more placement and more kind of views yeah. and reaction.
0: What, what, right what were the first two songs? I i just went through your catalog. I can't Yeah. Uh, so let's
1: see. The first two songs I ever did.
0: I remember I remember Battle
1: Rock. Uh I remember Battle Rock when that came out. Um funny. I like I have to look it up now. Like the first one I ever did was uh maybe it was Search and Destroy, I want to okay. say. Or um Net- mm. Never Surrender was in there, too. There's so many, dude. It's like it's those those old back catalog things are funny because they were never really recorded to be like like an album specifically or like mm-hmm. it wasn't like we were forced to rush anything out. It was just kind of like, oh, what whatever we bash out that day, we'll release it at some point. And, it just yeah. got, you know, we just, we just never overthought it, dude. We just kind of got together and, you know, threw some stuff at the wall and then a few things stuck and just I don't know, it was fun. It was just more people having fun and not taking it yeah. serious. And then it ended up being. A serious project it is it's yeah funny.
0: and now he- here you are with the whole band getting ready to release a new album later on this year you yeah know, can't wait. Uh, you know uh a thing another thing we talked about before the interview started is uh, you know the, the touring experience like how venues are opening up these days and life as of late many of us have also been away from the stage a lot you know fans and musicians alike but i wanted to ask how was the you know the touring life and the live music experience for you personally dan because now we've all been just kind of been forced to take this whole unexpected step back and has it has this time lately made you develop a newfound appreciation of the concert experience because we could talk about food culture fans all we want what was your biggest takeaway from that now that you know we're here
1: yeah and i was most worried about that i was kind of scared coming out of the pandemic people would be like just so used to getting these live streams delivered to their couches at home and like you Mm -hmm. know they never have to try to go out and see a show again it was like they were so well done and so creative some of these live streams too it was like well damn like are people gonna want to go see live music in person anymore you know like you've got a freaking like tvs are so cheap and it sounds so good at home like you know i just was hoping there'd be a demand for it but it seems like we were talking about they're booking a lot of shows and tours now and right. you said you said to one
0: recently and a lot of people are turning out and um yeah, you know, at, thinking... at, least, at least here in Texas, I'm sure you've heard, like, uh, no masks are needed anymore. And, yeah. I mean, yeah, there is totally. there's, there's that tension, obviously. I mean, who knows what things will look like once the summer hits, because we had our peak. Um, the two peaks we had last year in Texas were New Year's and summer, you know, so, yeah. and Memorial yeah. Day coming up this weekend. I mean, there's always that nervousness, I know, but uh, uh,
1: so, yeah, I'm nervous about it, um, too. But...
0: but I wanted to ask, uh, I hope I didn't cut you off there, because you kind of just oh, yeah. uh, set this up for me, because a lot of these bands... Uh, we've had on the show you know they're talking about doing the live streams we had, we had we had a band like landmarks on here they're from france and they're t- they have a live streaming coming up august burns red was on the show insomnium was on the show they talked about how they would sell virtual tickets to the fans and you know they would stream it pre-recorded it, however it would be which so, is cool you know i love Tamash in my own room but how much longer can i do it for but uh, uh what i wanted to ask is do you think that the rise of the quarantine-induced, not even quarantine-induced at this point, it's just the live streaming, is that going to affect the touring musician business going forward through your perspective? Like, has it already been affected? Do you still see bands doing something like this once you know we hit yeah, November, or December? That's even a great I, I don't know. I don't. I can't imagine
1: it'll keep going. Like it was so creative and so necessary for a yeah. year. We saw it grow and develop into like. I mean, we even ran it out like a bunker that we like filmed a, uh, like a whole live stream in a bunker, but then other people are doing these like 3D rendered like shows in outer yeah. space. And, like, I mean, dude, it's just
0: kind uh, it of the
1: point where it's crazy. I think that like maybe the basic live streaming will go away, but we've always as a band kind of, you know, leaned towards the nerdy side of things where we've gone to like E3 conventions and seen some of these cool, like they have like three-dimensional like led screens now and there's actually ways where you know you can put on an oculus or a pair of vr goggles like submersed into like a you know a cartoon world so we've always kind of joked like it will go farther and farther in that that direction but it could be hilarious because by the time it's there i might be like in my 40s and really fat so then in in the (laughs) vr goggles i could still be this ripped gorgeous like dragon front man and you know people might rather watch ready, ready player action. one vibes
0: I'm already, I'm already i'm already
1: seeing that like down the road dude yeah you're just staying home in your garage like in your pajamas like drinking a beer and like on stage you're like this ripped dragon you know you can do anything man. Yeah. it's like, just limitless we've always joked about that we're like yeah dude eventually well you won't need a tour you can just go do it all in your garage and it'll look like a tour because you can walk around this 3d atmosphere and like you know scale the stage and climb up and watch from whatever angle you want it's like I don't know. I saw a cool uh, like a DJ, interactive DJ thing like that, where I was like scaling the stage and looking down at the DJ and like Andrew and Liz were like dancing below me and shit
0: like <laughs> the technology is like almost there. So I'm like, man, fast forward a few years, we might have some crazy experiences like that. Uh, it won't even sound. I don't even think that even sounds crazy at this point. That sounds very realistic. Everything you're talking about. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised. Well, let's revisit in like 10 years, 20 years and be like, hey, How are things
1: going? Dude, totally. (laughs) We talked about the the coronavirus
0: pandemic and we're talking about this
1: and you're doing it. We'll be like in the same room together at some point. (laughs) It'll be cool.
0: Yeah. There's always that creativity. I remember I went to the, I don't know if you knew that Metallica did this whole live streaming last summer for one weekend at drive-ins in Dallas, Texas that we sold out immediately. And uh, luckily a friend of mine had a ticket and I'm like, okay, sure. I'll go. I mean, I didn't really think too much of it. It it sold out, like I said, it was a it felt like an actual turnout. You get there. Wow. And, uh uh I mean what's and that the was most...
1: it? Was that a drive in or was that it, like a it was a in line.
0: a it was at a drive-in. They did it for oh, one shit. weekend. It, I think it was in August, and it was simultaneous. I'm pretty sure it was simultaneous No, that wouldn't make sense because they had drive-ins in Alaska, and is like three hours wow. yeah. behind us. Oh uh, Ali's from Texas. But anyway, yeah. uh uh you get there, and what's one of the more popular, like uh I guess uh 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 anthems i guess we hear at a metal show let me see those horns and right and you get so, to see uh, the sea of horns from the fans yeah you get that adrenaline rush through your body when you're on stage It's like horns, or we, car horns? oh say so I'm, I'm getting to that because the you kind of just that's took the words right. out of my mouth instead we got the car horns because three days grace opened and they're like hey let me hear honk your horn so if you roll your window down you just hear cars honking in silence it was so <laughs> i mean it, that's so it, weird dude yeah it's so weird it, it, it was like a clap along the whole like, experience yeah 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 <laughs> the whole the whole experience was cool but it made me miss the whole live experience even more like and you and you said it yourself you can't replace a live concert experience it's, mm-hmm. there's a whole different energy as opposed to seeing someone like dan and all the well, things in front of me as opposed to on the screen you don't, you
1: don't have like a glass barrier that's like separating yeah, yeah. the audio of the show too that was the one thing that I was just like i there were a few that came through like Ventura or Santa Barbara there's like an outdoor theater they're doing the drive in stuff and i thought about going but i'm like i just feel like i'd get claustrophobic dude i'd want like yeah. what if you want to leave you just gotta wait and then no one can drink there obviously because you're driving and then you're you've got like you can't leave your car so you gotta like i guess tilt your head out the window and like yeah. hope it sounds all right like <laughs> i mean going even further i don't know I, it, more, it was probably more of a gimmick but like the flaming lips did the bubble concert and like i think it was yeah the, like, oh my gosh were, I like, can everyone have... was in their own like orb and i mean at first i was like oh, that looks like the freaking coolest thing I've ever seen see, that, but then I see, about, that's like, creative that's pretty cool. what creative. if you had to pee though dude what if you're like 10 rows
0: back from a stage and you had to pee and you're yeah, like at, oh, at this, dude, dude. dude at this point just do a show in space you know just yeah, take, the, yeah, yeah. take whatever gear you need with you whatever astronauts use to pee in their sounds little, less complicated <laughs> than a bubble dude. I don't know how, like getting in and out of that bubble giving you a
1: panic attack if like we have
0: the technology you. to do this right now at this point just try to sometime down the road I'm sure I am yeah. sure there are bands out there thinking even metallica gaming, we could do a show in space i mean you know i I think people probably
1: saw stuff like the bubble shit and they were like yeah maybe anything (laughs) but that we'll do space next
0: or or we'll just oh my gosh we could go down this rabbit hole forever and ever um but we'll we'll save that for like an actual like interview in person that that that's that's a wings interview you know as far as yeah exactly we'll
1: wait for the wings I'll wait
0: for the wings. Um, I'll get files for the hot wing content. Yeah, man, uh, I can't wait to do that. Now, uh, I know we covered everything from head to toe. That new single for the glory uh, came out March, I, I believe, two months ago, on uh, Better Noise Music. I want to talk about Better Noise Music because I know you have that new album coming out later this year. We've had the privilege to interview a lot of Better Noise Music's um, artists. You know, All That Remains, From Ashes to New, Higher the nice. Hero. What is it like signing with such a renowned label like Better Noise to kick things off with the new album on the horizon?
1: Oh it was super exciting, man. Um, I mean obviously they were you know they're they're kind of kingpins in the rock world and we've always kind of held them above a lot of the other labels out there as far as like who we were kind of the, the dream signing to or whatever but uh right. I mean, in the beginning, like we we never thought about getting signed. It wasn't about getting signed. We never wanted to be signed. It was just we wanted to put music out and then I don't even want to be it. here. <laughs> I mean, and you know, it, obviously the dream was like, it yeah, was yeah. Just kind of like, dude, you know, we, we kind of just thought that was the idea was gone. So, I mean, uh, you know, after all these uh, views and messages and, uh, you know, Spotify started taking off and then people reaching out asking for shows and stuff we started getting a little industry attention and reached out to better noise and we kind of saw that we had similar vision of what the band could be and they've kind of got a cool way of kind of you know making a piece of the pie and every kind of there's not not every band on their label really sounds the same they've got a lot of cool different totally different sounding uh still hard rock stuff but it's all kind of like unique so um yeah i think we like the visions lined up and everything so we signed with them and um you know, to be totally honest, in the beginning, we thought it was going to move a lot quicker. Like we were used to self-producing all around music and putting it out ourselves, self-releasing through Extreme Music, which is our licensing company we work with. And um, it was all like, you know, essentially us running our, our own thing and just we were approving music and we're putting it out. And like, it was never, you know, we never thought twice about anything, even artwork or lyrics. It was just such an easy, simple, like whatever, throw it out. You yeah. know, I didn't even know what the band name was at the beginning, you know, like, <laughs> uh, and then, you know, fast forward to, you know we originally thought we were going to re-release the machines as like a a deluxe release and then you know that didn't happen and then corona happened and we had all these tour days canceled and the album got pushed back a year and um you know we thought it'd be a very uh quick you know process but it ended up being uh we realized that we had a lot of work to do too we had a lot of like thinking to do about the band and rebranding and and um, just little stuff like just me redesigning our logo and everything like that and all the merch and all the like web store stuff you know we everything we do is like ourselves so it's it was a lot of just like stepping back and realizing like oh wow you, you know we didn't think about it a whole lot and you know now we really have to think about and dissect everything and develop a story and and a lot of that came through the fans reaching out and telling us like what inspired them and you know visually they were uploading his animated videos and uh, game music videos and and kind of showing us like what visuals they like to see with our music. And, um, it was cool. We've kind of fed off each other in that way where they've inspired us and given us ideas. And, uh, yeah, those messages are kind of the reason we ended up doing anything really was just these YouTube messages and Instagram. Now it's crazy. Yeah.
0: And, and here's why that's important because the, the signing of better noise because tracing back, because since then your music, what is it, it more than doubled in monthly streams across digital platforms? I mean, averaging over, Uh, what is it? Two point eight. I have the figures here. Two point eight million streams per month for each of your songs. Say that five times fast. What goes through your mind when you hear something like that?
1: Yeah, dude, it's just not even real to me, dude. It's just uh, I don't know. Like we've been, (laughs) we haven't toured really. We've played only a couple shows of this band, and you know we've been sitting around for a year during Corona. We've done done a lot of live streams. We've seen. Uh, You know, a ton of people join our live streams and comment. We've been able to talk back and communicate that way, but we've never played a show to like people singing our music back. So I think when we hit the road this fall, we start touring and it probably still won't feel real. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's still. Yeah, I don't think it ever will. I mean, it's still so strange. Even when we first before for the glory came out, we went on Spotify. We had two songs, Fight and Get Up, which were on our battle. Right, right. Uh, collection and like those for whatever reason kind of did a similar thing where they just kind of took off together and got all these you know views and videos on YouTube and um, yeah it was just so unexpected and then we put out for the glory we knew something was special about that song but we never expected it to like shoot past those other two the way it did you know um, we, we always said it's like one of the easiest songs we've ever written it took so like it was literally like done in a few hours it was like an afternoon we wrote that song and there's other songs on that record we struggled over for a week so it's just funny when you know, it's, it's like a song was beamed down to you from the sky, and it was like, yeah. hey, this is yours now. You're going to be playing this for the next ten years of your life."
0: Yeah, and I know you guys are mostly known for writing like these anthemic headbangers, ranging from like video games. I'll, I'll move my head to the side here because Mortal Kombat, obviously, oh, uh, yeah, but well, of course that's the movie. But as far as the game is concerned, Mortal Kombat, a uh, Super Bowl, if I'm if I'm correct, yep. I don't know if it was yep. this year's yep. Super Bowl or last year's um, Shark but, Tank. Go ahead. Yep. You know what's funny about Shark Tank is <laughs> that,
1: like. <laughs> There that was like one of the older ones, and that was like before even Machines came out. And I was watching Shark Tank; because I'm actually a fan of the show. Yeah. It was some sort of like speaker with like a Siri or something like that. But they they started playing um I think it was Wirewalker or it was one of our like just one of like our smaller songs, no one's really heard, but had this really heavy intro. Um I think it was Wirewalker, but anyways, yeah, it comes up. We have to look dude. this like, up. <laughs> the guy was like, uh like playing. He's like, all right, play my song. And it was like really heavy and everyone kind of cringes. They go, oh God, no, skip that song. Not that song. Play my favorite song. <laughs> so they like skip the all good things song to play like a different <laughs> thing. So we were really only in there for about five seconds of an instrumental. I we had were, no idea. That's bad music that was supposed to be skipped, but it was hilarious. Like I remember watching that. Like that's the beauty of this like licensing thing is you never know where it's going to end up. Yeah. You never have any clue. And like, I'll just be watching TV and it'll, It'll just pop up or something. Like yesterday, I was watching the playoffs, the the uh, NHL playoffs. It was the yeah. Carolina Hurricanes and the Predators.
0: And I was, oh man, I I actually I had to take care of something right when it went to overtime. Anyway, go oh, ahead. Oh, dude, I'm yeah, a fan. I'm a Stars fan, obviously. Okay, we, yeah, nice. So nice. we got to the uh, finals last year. But anyway, go ahead.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, going into the third period, we found out NBC had, like licensed for the glory this year. So like almost oh, like shoot. I've seen four four playoff games this year going into the third period with our band name. And for the glory, like taking up the whole screen and with like a montage of like Sidney Crosby holding the cup and then like it's it for each team. And I'm such a hockey nerd that like I thought I was going to pass out, man. I, like when I see uh, that in real time, I don't expect it
0: coming. It was just such a cool. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to hear that. Like, that's really that's really awesome to hear. Who uh, Obviously, I, I was going to ask, who's your team? That's going to be the obvious question, Kings man. I, gr- I grew up a Ranger <laughs> fan because I had family in New York, but uh, hey, you know what? As lo- as long as you guys took out the Blackhawks those years when you guys won the Cup, I'm okay with that. that, that I mean, that we're on the same
1: page there. Yeah, I
0: mean, Stars and Blackhawks, dude. Every time it's like uh, here in American Airlines Center in Dallas, it looks like Christmas when you're in the crowd. Like, it's oh yeah, like, for sure. The bandwagoners. Um anyway, funny anyway about LA too is like there's so many <laughs> sh- Chicago fans. You go to an LA uh,
1: game and it's like 50% Chicago fans. By the way,
0: I, I did live in LA for three years. Uh, I did actually film out there in Fullerton. So LA is actually oh, my sweet. second home. So um oh, cool, obviously nice. obviously after I became a storage fan. So sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: I was uh, I was born and raised in Montana, so I had no professional sports team. Oh dude, and,
0: so you so you're at the anywhere, dude. So we actually would
1: drive to Calgary to see games when I was a little kid, and Calgary is like I don't know, like 12. 10 12 hours something like that maybe okay. even more actually but i was really young and i got to go see like gretzky play when i was a little kid so i grew up like a flames fan, Whoa, transitioned into rangers and then i moved to la like 11 12 years ago and just because i'm you know love seeing hockey in person i kind of just took on the kings which has been epic dude you know i'm, I'm like we're all obsessed with hockey at least dude i guys. love we're hockey it's crazy like
0: stuff. during a pandemic i mean obviously and i went to the winter classic uh oh sick uh, dude uh, when the stars uh, stars and predators actually had the that's fla- awesome I I could move my computer, but it's like my, the flag awesome. of the. of uh, that was probably the best game I've ever been to in my entire life. But um, but you but the fact that you got to actually be in like in a hockey crowd in Canada, like the way I think the hockey should be seen. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's pretty awesome. And of course, cool. with the whole I mean, nobody could have predicted like what the stars went through last year with the whole uh, coronavirus going to the Stanley Cup final. Um, the, the whole winter classic, I mean, even during a pandemic, it was a buzz around town with Dallas. Obviously it's the whole, what is it? Cowboys and Mavericks, the two teams that really stand out the most. Yeah. No one cares about hockey really. It's down here. (laughs) (laughs) Now they do, but now, now going forward, hopefully, you know, once, uh, uh, later on this year when hockey is scheduled to start the default way yeah um, yeah you can go about that
1: um yeah we get the but, shortest off season ever it's gonna be nice it's just only a few yeah, months before that's true wait. that that is definitely something to think definitely about positive, um, yeah during the beginning where they they stopped all sports i actually went to the last game like it was literally the last sporting event in the country because i was on the west coast so i went to the yeah. king's game and we last had this, march uh yeah like 2020 so like yeah we were me and my buddy went because we had this eerie vibe we're like i guess let's just it might be the last time we get to Dude. see the game in a <laughs> long time so we went and it was just Dude, I swear, like, I've never seen more people line up for a sink. It was like the men's room, you know, usually it's like you're lined up for a urinal forever. And then everyone <laughs> runs out and goes to their seat and no one washes their hands. It's like disgusting. I, there was like 50 people in line for the sink, like out the door
0: and no one peeing. And it was like everything. Oh, my gosh. Um, the weirdest vibe. This I'm show. pretty <laughs> sure I'm pretty sure <laughs> we were at events on that same day because that night, like I said, uh, I, have, I was at a show at the Gas Monkey. And soon as I, I, I even brought a hand sanitizer, just a little bottle as soon yeah. as i got it out like because i'm in the press booth i'm in like 10 people approached me hey can i have some i'm like what the heck like i'm like sitting here yeah. like this i'm like uh sure hang on it yeah, was out yeah. like instantly and, sport, man dude Buck uh, uh w- what is it uh the jazz and the uh oklahoma city thunder that was like the that was the game that was the game like oh, no. the, the nba game oh yeah uh, when, when like the chain reaction started with that and then everything mm-hmm. started shutting down um crazy dude anyway (laughs) i know we went off the rails here i'm uh, gonna go off the rails bro i'm a very that's how usually my interviews go we'll start we'll start with one thing i I was just i was just revisiting that day last night actually i I just wanted to see like what it would feel like watching a video like because the the coverage of like the oklahoma city thunder utah jazz then they show rudy gobert getting the coronavirus i'm like oh my god like it's crazy seeing that unfold like today um, it really is man i there'll be all these documentaries
1: that'll come out over the next couple of years when you can look back and see how wild it all was i'm sure it'll be it'll be interesting to
0: see dude but. it's it's insane I, I mean of course with obviously it went down to the music industry and here we are but uh uh again yeah. again i want to i want to get back to some track here. You know? like, yeah. we could talk yeah, about this exactly. forever as far as like sports i mean we're in the sports world you guys are that's where you guys are from as well um like we never thought we would be you know it's kind of like yeah you know, yeah even though you guys didn't really plan for all this like, and like, that's kind of been the commonality throughout this conversation, you know, here you are, I mean, does like having the songs like we we both mentioned, you know, w- with, what you started off with, you know, for the glory, like we talked about even kingdom, I'll even add that on there. Did did these songs, you know, uh, so to speak? I know we're for the followers, like fans are listening. We're like, it's switching gears immediately. I mean, did these songs help pave the way into writing this new full length album? Because I what is it, thirteen songs? You guys have? Uh, yeah, 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 it's thirteen.
1: I've been trying to get more on there. I'm like, is it I'm done? Gonna, like,
0: it's completely done it's as done, far done, as in production.
1: I'll be oh, honest, man. it's done for like a year. So it's, uh, I, I, I'm like tested our patience like really a lot like sitting on these songs that we've fallen in love with like a year ago even and now still no one's heard them it's like kind of driving us insane we've got to tease them on live streams and everything and people have given us feedback but uh, for the most part no one's ever heard it um and I mean, let's be completely honest, like we signed a better noise, uh, mainly because for the glory did so well. Right. So obviously, if I'm signing to a label, they're going to want me to write another for the glory. That's going to be the obvious answer. So, yes, we were trying to write songs like that. But it was funny because we we tried so hard to we've always tried to write different sounding stuff. And I think a lot of our stuff is so different because we have so many different influences and it doesn't all kind of just mesh together like the whole album kind of goes up and down and it flows a little bit and we just really didn't want to rewrite for the glory it was kind of about there really isn't another for the glory on the album i think the closest to it was probably kingdom um but there's definitely more flavors than that on the album like it's kind of all over the place as far as is uh vibe goes and message goes and like lyrics and everything like that so it's definitely not all just like sports fucking anthems you know what i mean
0: I always wonder like how challenging you can get because the licensing factor comes into play. Like if you guys do get the freedom to write the way you want, how you want it, the way the songs are structured, I'm sure yeah. I'm assuming you guys did have that freedom too as oh, well. We right? had
1: all of the freedom, like just a hundred percent creative control, no outside input, like awesome down to the mixing. Andrew did all the mixing and submitted it. Like it was just like like zero outside input at
0: oh, all. dang it do you have so, a do you have a, a release date i don't know how much of you of it can you can dude, talk we, about we
1: had one but it was i think penciled in so i feel like it's gonna get moved um i mean we're we're, we're hoping for the fall but um yeah we got a bunch of tours that we haven't announced yet so it's got to line up with that and we've got to get another single out before the album drops so we got some stuff to figure out but um yeah, it, it. I'm hoping August, man. I'm really hoping August,
0: yeah. Uh, it's Hopefully. which is which is technically around the corner if you would really think about it, considering how it fast crazy. time yeah, is we'll, flown. Uh,
1: yeah, we'll be uh, uh, playing shows and like wow, yeah, like l- l- yeah. let's
0: get you here in Dallas, dude. Like, I, I would love to do a follow up. Um, I'm I, so I want to reiterate I- this because uh, for the glory does have uh, Johnny Three Tears and Charlie Scene of Hollywood and now, as far as the production, mixing, and mastering, how, can, you talk to, can you talk about that? Like, who did you go to? Did you guys do it yourselves? Did you yeah. get a team together as far as getting that? Because I am I'm imagine yeah. like a high production sound considering how heavy and how anthemic your songs are. Um, so that was all. I mean,
1: For the Glory was on our Machines album, which was all self-produced, done by us. So um, Awesome. That was just, uh, Further Glory was just remade with Hollywood Undead, man. We we were introduced to them through our label, which is awesome. Had a few meetings with them. Um, just, obviously, social distance over Zoom and whatnot. We've never actually met them in person, which is kind of funny. Uh, we have, like, a song <laughs> expression together, but I've still never got to shake their hands or anything. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it was good. You know, we, we were kind of searching for, you know, the right artist to collab with that could kind of take it and not try to sound like me or, like, just to do their own thing completely yeah. and, like, We've collabed with people like, you know, Hire the Hero. And and when you work with talented people like that or like rappers and stuff like that, they're just bringing their own own energy and own unique kind of thing that we can never write to it. So we just really wanted to collab with someone that we could send it off to and they could send something back that was a new flavor. Because this is a song we've been kind of used to if it's three years old at that point. And yeah. uh, I, honestly, I couldn't imagine any other lyric than what was already there in the bridge. So for a, some band to rewrite it. It was kind of like I, I, I had no creative input on that. I was like, hey, man, take it and do what you want and send it back. So we did exactly that. We sent it to Hollywood Undead. They really quickly turned it around and sent us the bridge. And without any instruction, dude, we just said, do what you guys do, man. Send it back. And that's exactly <laughs> what they did. They just they sent it back with a lot of funny freaking ad libs that are hilarious and too explicit to put on the actual uh, the actual <laughs> release. But we we're like cracking up, man, as some of the uh, some of this, the takes they threw us just, I think they they didn't really know us. So they were kind of testing us and throwing in some lines just to see like if we'd be offended or if we, yeah, I don't know what it was, but we were laughing our asses off. We're like, yeah, I think this is the right collab. <laughs> for, yeah,
0: uh, yeah, you, 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 you guys, did, you, you for too, guys did nail it with, with that song. You know, between yeah. writing and structuring the songs and the production process, like you just talked about, you know, I want you to keep this in mind because this is something that, that I love to talk about because the lyricism, throughout this upcoming album that you talked about with 13 songs, um, mm-hmm. even these other songs that you have previously released so far and all good things as catalog, I, I feel like, again, I'm, this is just an opinion, maybe hints or clues as to what may be in store for all your fans out there. Because the song like For the Glory, uh, uh it's an unapologetic victory song for the underdog, you know, with lyrics like, mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you know, we celebrate with the city tonight, hear the hometown cheer. It's the ultimate high. But then you also have that theme of, Surviving the apocalypse, which you know at, at a time like now, it, it relates. You know, which is a concept that was also born out of the many games and films that you guys have placed your music in. So, uh, you know, I kind of want to run around to this question, Dan. To what <coughs> level do you like to have a theme or concept for your music, and how important are themes to you? Is that more about helping you write or sound, or is that more for the audience? Because a lot of artists they don't really care about themes; they just do ten yeah. songs in the studio, that's it. But with like all the things, you guys really honed in on that technicality just that prowess to get that message out there
1: yeah totally my brain's bouncing in like 10 directions sorry over.
0: fully loaded question i know but yeah, no, totally. i know
1: this is something you guys
0: take seriously as far as like getting the theme out there
1: yeah totally and i think it, it is song by song like i'm not like necessarily writing like uh, you know like a like a story start to finish on an album and i think that the song like the music will kind of give you direction of where the lyrics should take you mm-hmm. um but yeah, in the past, we have kind of gravitated towards the rise of the underdog kind of cool post-apocalyptic imagery and the the side of things that we've seen in all the GMVs and the AMVs and, and what kind of inspired the, the fans to gravitate towards our stuff. And another thing we always do is we write our music to usually with like a cool epic movie in the background. So like if the music kind Cinematic, of... Cinematic, yeah. Yeah, generally with like, you know, some of the crazy shit we're watching while we're writing, it's like, okay, this, this is kind of a vibe. Um, but yeah, we've, we've definitely... Like, man, my brain is going a million different ways. We've really <laughs> tried to go, like, uh, like what we're kind of trying to do, you've seen the For the Glory artwork, and yeah. we've partnered with a kick-ass artist in Toronto who's developed this sick art and this imagery of this, like, city we've basically tried to build. So, like, in the background of, like, the For the Glory, there's some other buildings that are kind of, like, part of the other artwork. And we're kind of, like, each single, we've got, like, nine out of the 13 or 10 out of the 13 songs we've got art for. And we're kind of trying to, like, piece together sure. this that we've, like, built.
0: Kind of like a puzzle is, like, almost
1: yeah i mean in a way yeah and i like it, it, you can kind of like see the way it's being sewn together and like we can eventually like introduce characters if we really wanted to but we try to kind of create this world um that just really it's a positive message too and a lot of the music comes from just like b- you know banding together and getting through hard times and all these songs were written before coronavirus and then the virus came out and we were dying because like dude we got a song called end of the world that was like that, i mean if that came out last summer it's just like so many things lyrically
0: were like. Like and we have a song. Hold on. How many on? times have I said due to in this interview? Good lord. Oh, me too. Bro. That's my, <laughs> go-to my go-to. My go-to. So, no, it's just it's just the anticipation of getting your songs out there. I totally. But it's
1: just like there's so many songs lyrically where we were like, I mean, there's there's even a cover we had where like, and everything like all the struggles people have gone through over the last year, where like there couldn't be a better time for this this music to come out. So that was the battle with us, We're like we need this to come out now because of the shittiest year ever for people. We want to help people get through this because it's helped them in the past and stuff. But then you can't tour and support it. And then what do you do? You know, you mm-hmm. album's done with the cycle and you go back in the studio and you couldn't play any shows. So it's been a struggle of like, you know, I was begging almost, Hey, can we release a, another song or, or a cover or anything <laughs> to get people by and just kind of share these lyrics while they mean so much to us. And like, you know, I think it'll still be relevant when it finally comes out, but, uh, but it's just, yeah, I, I, it's the perfect album for 2020. Unfortunately, it has to be a 2021 album, but I think it'll still be relevant.
0: I think it's just a perfect album for life itself. I mean, I think it's just you can't take it, dude. You can't take th- you can't take anything for granted now, uh, man. I feel like I need a beer now. I got I haven't I got water here. Like just of, one, dude. Yeah, we're we're hydrating right now. Um, you know <laughs> from the. You know from the different experiences and perspectives in your timeline that you have taken in, which we have discussed about so far. You know, uh, playing for as long as you have and the people you have met and worked with doing these collections of songs, including the fast paced, you know, rise to recognition, so to speak, with all good things and your relationship with your bandmates. You know, it sounds like you still have much left to put out there with the band's artistic vision and yours. This is definitely something you have a passion for, and the truth is, is from what I'm seeing. You've experienced plenty already in your career, Dan. You know, have your aspirations as an individual or even a musician, you know, have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry? Like, do you see things differently today?
1: Only because I've seen the ins and outs of the business side of things, I think your 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 young aspiring self probably didn't see coming back in the day. But I mean nothing's really changed honestly like I've been playing in a band since I was in I guess fifth grade I started my first band and it was like in Montana and did my own you know di I booked all my own shows for the most part we booked all yeah. our own tours and came down to LA and then I moved to LA for music and you know it's been my entire life chasing you know the dream and you know trying to just play music live and you know even if I wasn't working on all good things it was always another band or two in the background we were always working with and playing shows and stuff it was just all good things we just never thought it would get an audience and develop it into something It's just funny as it is it, you know um but no dude nothing's changed i mean it's always been the goal of getting out playing shows yeah. writing music you love and and i guess the only thing that's changed over the years is what music i'm writing like sometimes it won't be hard rock it won't be rock necessarily like i might go into like the indie or electronic world a little bit but um <clears throat> yeah dude it's always just the the best feeling in the world is finishing a song and releasing it like there's please no-
0: please do a five-bit version of your songs or eight-bit version yeah dude i would love to man that like, would I, that would be i have been just thinking like video games like the background you guys come from just the songs you have we talked about it actually i yeah. mean I, Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the world is one of my favorite games. So like that intro, okay. that the universal intro, have, you know what I'm talking about? That eight bit intro. Be with you. <clears throat> But I know what you're
1: talking about. Yeah, dude,
0: dude. Uh, it's, uh, watch the movie though. That The intro in the movie. That's exactly oh, yeah. what that is. Um, okay. Okay.
1: Awesome. But uh, yeah. uh, it would be sick. We talked about doing it. Cause there are some bands out there like in flames that have done like the eight bit. Uh, yes, they have. Yeah. Stuff, which is freaking sick, dude. You know, forever about about playing like yeah. games like that. So like, you know, I, I, I just don't know if I could personally sit down and like program it all it sounds like a nightmare
0: (laughs) i do wonder you know as as you're telling me all these things if you weren't a musician what would you be doing right now has that ever crossed your mind
1: uh honestly i'd i'd probably move to a ski hill and just live at a ski hill for like a year or two and just be a lift operator or something dude i don't know
0: (laughs) that's okay that's that's an answer Um, i'd move uh, to the mountains
1: and just like hide away for a little while i'd probably delete all my social media and just never go on facebook
0: i can't tell you how peaceful that sounds right now just the thought of something like that you know it's 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 nice to i think it's easy like the more successful you are it's easy to lose track of yourself it's important to just kind of push everything back just exhale and take a look at it from the outside before you go back in kind of yeah, it's important to remind yourself why you do what you do you know I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the music you guys put out so yeah I and mean, it's funny how appreciate-
1: like uh, not to get too sidetracked but it's it's funny like the bigger and more involved you get like the less involved in music you become in a band you become very so, true uh, sidetracked with all the social media and all the interviews and everything all the you know it's all fun and games but it's like it's it's funny how how social media and there's so many different platforms now you got to focus on and post separately too it's like It's a lot more than just being a musician or a song. Yeah. I mean,
0: can I just I just want to do what I want to do, you know? Like that's that's it. That's that's why you do these things.
1: Totally, man. Yeah. Like, oh, I just wish I could just write a song. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, about what to post I, next.
0: I still think but, you should go with that attitude because I mean, totally, totally. Uh, don't ever lose track of what you do, and I, it sounds like you are on that track, uh, man. Dan, this has been such an honor. uh I know we've, we're almost reaching an hour here; we could talk forever. Yeah, and it is a fun interview. Got to no, be honest. No, uh, I we've Got a be time. I look Thank forward you. to, the, like I said, uh, I look forward to the day we do this in person. Usually, I end my interview on a pretty fun note, like asking, like, what are your favorite albums or movies. But since we're technically on that subject, what are your five favorite video games you can think of at the top of your head? Ooh, putting, now I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> all right. Like all time since I was a little kid. Sure. I think, I think you have that list already. Don't you? Well, I was just
1: kind of thinking back. Cause I grew <laughs> up such a, like a Sega freak. Like I always played Sega and it was like obsessed with
0: for me. Well, it was every it, it, NHL. It, that it, ever yeah. Out. It started NHL. Up, yeah I, I had all, I have all the NHL games yeah everyone
1: from like i think 90, what, two or something on and i think then my it, first one was like
0: oh two i think i think was, it was it was one with a on the cover
1: okay yes yeah, like, sick, sick yeah i was playing when it was still like the
0: overhead with a star and everything on like sega genesis dude so like, uh, yeah uh, well, I, well my origin started with the nintendo and then it was 64 and then gamecube and then and then came like the sega genesis dreamcast and then we of course uh of ps4 course. you know ps2 yeah, yeah, ps3 uh but I love a lot of those like mortal
1: combat and I love all the fighting games. Like I love primal rage, like so much. I was like, oh, a dinosaur fighting game when I was younger, um, you know, street fighter and stuff like that. But, um, now like last night, I was probably playing rocket league till like four in the morning. <laughs> so dude. Uh, I've been like obsessed with that shit. I still suck. I'm terrible at it. Um, but me and our drummer, Tim, will get on every once in a while and we'll play and, uh, I mean, last night I was in the zone, bro. I was crushing, so I got a lot of a lot of wins last night. So I don't know. I've lately been obsessed with Rocket League. I recently just moved to a new house, so I haven't been doing a ton of gaming. But um, since I moved here, I've pretty much only opened Rocket League. Uh,
0: a lot of Red Dead because I never actually yeah. finished that. I was I was I delayed. played the first one. I don't know why I never picked up the second one. I, I think it was between that one and. uh I I played have you played Horizon Zero Dawn by any chance? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my I'm, goodness gracious. Oh I've I can't dabbled. Stop like
1: I've dabbled and it looks fuck it looks epic. I got oh, it. Yeah. I
0: also recommend if you haven't already. This is I think it's we're about to reach a year since I ga- ga- this game came out. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima.
1: I was literally gonna say that, dude. My drummer <laughs> just bought it this week
0: and my my other buddy, Oh my goodness. Uh,
1: I don't know, three months ago it was like, dude, the the wind like blows you where to go and it's like you fall
0: dude, it's so crazy. Okay, so we're talking about cinematic, right? There's a version of it called um, god dang it. I forgot what it was called, but there's a version of it where you just play in black and white. So it gives it that neo, neo noir feeling, like when you're as if like you're immersed in a film, technically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I recommend doing the black and white version after you finish the actual game because
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can that I,
0: game though. Everyone's talking about it. I purposely am not playing it right now because I would not I can't stop playing it do if I pick else? it up. I, know. I, I get in the same way, man,
1: where as much as I love gaming and I like will really dive in, like it does a it, it I I almost get more depressed if I game too hard for too long. I really same here. and I have to like do a little self-control because like it's just it, it's just me, it's just the way I'm wired. But like if I spend too much time Oh, I don't know. It just kind of eats me, but but yeah, it's like certain games like that, like Red Dead. I knew I would fall in love, and I knew yeah. I'd be like sucked in for endless hours, and that's why I waited until it was eighty percent off to finally buy it. I was like, fine, no excuses. I guess I'll buy the damn thing.
0: Sorry, so I like I, cut you off there because yeah, we have Red Dead, and you have uh, uh, what was the first one? Uh, oh, uh, well Rocket League uh, is what. Yeah, at yeah, at Rocket, Rocket League. League. Sorry, uh, so that's then, two, uh, right?
1: Yeah, dude. And then I just, I've always been such a GTA guy. Me and Tim were like always playing <laughs> online for like the entire yeah, on the list. Dude. We were, we were playing it for like every week of the pandemic in the beginning there. I was like obsessed, just funny. Cause I never did the online thing for a long time, but <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm getting more games. I just bought Cyberpunk, but I haven't really dived in too much. Yeah,
0: uh, I actually, I was, I was debating on buying that because there was like issues with the uh, talking with about the, the software or, or whatever it was that was happening. Uh, Doom Eternal came out the day, the like the week the pandemic, or maybe a week after the I pandemic. I was, that you, I was playing that. Doom freak. is one of my favorite. I mean, dude, Boom heavy roll. metal a death metal yeah, and you're yeah. fighting demons in hell i mean that's I think like there's a
1: doom vr too that might have just come out i think uh, yeah there is i, I don't know if he has vr setup which is pretty it... sick so i just got I... some new games on that too but i think they just came out in a vr version which i played the both, or
0: both versions actually doom and doom eternal but i highly oh recommend. yeah yeah
1: oh okay I, I, d- I only thought eternal was on vr but that's badass
0: i mean yeah I they imagine. they added doom uh I'm sure around the same time, actually, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that was, was like when the, the first months of the pandemic were great because that's all I was playing. <laughs> oh, exactly, man. I, I got way into the VR
1: thing for a while. I started playing all the Resident Evils on VR. And yeah, I was yeah. like, dude, I, I just got to the point where I was like screaming in the middle of the night and like my roommates were like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, okay, I got to quit playing this game because it's actually, I think it's terrifying, man
0: i okay. love it though that's just that's just me but uh anyway is, is that four how many have you i i think i, think I named, named like we named like we named like 10, we named just, like 10 games going. altogether yeah, let's just keep going um, i'll just
1: jump online we'll just game
0: after this i guess dude uh uh, uh mkx obviously i've oh, mkx and mk11 actually we went back and revisited it after this movie came out um hell yeah combat but
1: dude i'm um, all about those free ps plus games too man there's a game that just got released called wreckfest this month yes
0: yeah that's right i need to Breakfast oh. is dope. You should check it out. It's See, now you made it. this. Me now you video. made this mental list in my head. I'm gonna have to like
1: yeah uh, destruction Derby was like my favorite game as a little kid on playstation you just like it was just a car game we run into each other
0: and blow I'm, each other I'm up. i'm just gonna do I all my that. like editing tonight because i don't have any interviews tomorrow so i might i may just game all day tomorrow
1: <laughs> yeah there you go it's a perfect way to spend a thursday right and oh, then yeah. of
0: course ps5's coming out then new horizons the year dawn but ah uh, god like again we're going off the rails here Dan. yeah i'll get <laughs> i'll get go to shishima, shishima as soon as i get off
1: this interview. i'm gonna go download that shit so.
0: dude i i highly recommend it especially for the background that you come from own, like what all the things are about like who totally. knows this may stem new ideas for you down the road for new music This is kind I'm of just... a
1: random thought but it, it was funny when we first signed to the label because we were all kind of gamers and everything right and in my yeah. head it was it was something i always try to keep secret because it's like as a musician you, everyone in your fan base wants to know that you're working on music right like they don't want to know that you're sitting on your couch playing a video game like that was always what i thought in my head and i remember when we first signed we had Couple meetings with the label, and they are like, You really need to game more. You like, really <laughs> need to game more and get way better at your first person because I suck at first person shooters. I, so I don't, I don't mess with call. The, of the of duty. only like, like destroyed. the first person
0: that I'm really immersed in is like, Well, Skyrim is probably my favorite game of all time. Skyrim, yeah. like, I, I play yeah. that still today. Like, that's yeah. that, that let me know that I'm, I'm at, I can actually be okay in first person. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I'm decent. I like, I played God of War a lot too. I still suck at that too. I just call it is next level where I'm just. Shooting the sky dude i I can't do
0: call of duty like i maybe i'll do star wars battlefront every once in a while but i think
1: i started with like my buddies that were like our old drummer was really and he had a portable like a call of duty unit he would bring to rehearsals like he'd be he was so good so he'd be like hey play this level and i'd walk like 20 feet just i mean i could never make it past like the first ditch and i was like yeah i'm never playing call of duty again you know
0: what i'm thinking like a lot of these bands I've, i've interviewed before the pandemic even today like they would tell me on how you probably have seen it like tour buses they would have nintendo switches with them like in Hell their yeah. bunks so i can just imagine like a day in the life of dan murphy like touring and you're just gaming before a show like we've all right let's, let's do this you, See, we've I'm already, just, we've already talked about ideas. We're
1: gonna put two tvs you're gonna put one in the front of the bus and one in the back of the bus and then we can use our hotspots so we can still like go online yeah and, like, play against each other while we're, while we're driving down the road we'll see we'll
0: see how it works but. okay let's let's hey let's do that when let's game when we're actually doing yeah an interview real time I,
1: I should start firing the twitch up more often when we're gaming on the road that'd be pretty fun actually yeah
0: d- twitch is definitely something that has uh gained a lot of steam during this pandemic so that's uh, real, a lot man. of good all good things to look forward to pun intended um, Right. but dan again this has been an honor like uh we've can we keep going off we, different day, we really so could bad. man um, I'm, I'm hungry though so i really want to go eat it's like three o'clock here in the afternoon in dallas it's very good. hot down here we're finally getting some uh, good weather now um Hell do yeah. you have any uh man do you have any last words is any shout outs anything you'd like to plug in or mention as far as all good things before you finish things off here i know i don't know what new details more new details you can give me on the new album any new music video yeah. I don't know, yeah. touring's open up. Any live stream? What you can't, can and cannot Yeah, about totally. That? I
1: mean, uh, where's all gearing, yours? We're gearing up to announce a bunch of tours. So uh, we've got a bunch of the fall dates in the works. Um, the only thing we've announced so far is Aftershock uh, Festival. Oh, in that's right.
0: I didn't even mention That'll that. will
1: be sick. We're playing on Sunday. Metallica is the headliner that day. So that's going to be epic. I can't wait for that. Um, we just announced welcome to rockville which is in daytona florida yeah um that's gonna be november 15th i believe um and is then that we're the, I kinda, wonder if that's
0: the same show my friend is actually going to because she mentioned a tour and like a, a festival in florida oh, later sweet, on dude. this year she actually booked the festival and she was like hey you should come oh, well. like, i have to go I mean, that's that. one of the
1: bigger maybe the biggest rock festival in florida it's gonna be sick that's I probably mean, it the, then the lineup is killer dude um,
0: yeah
1: can't wait for that and then we're kind of just sewing all of that together with other tours. So um we've got another tour I can announce next week. So um slowly I'll be able to kind of announce yeah. so we have some Texas dates in the works so I'll, I'll okay. be able
0: to uh,
1: person, dude. we'll eat some hot chicken wings.
0: Dude, I like it we're gonna stay in touch obviously um after this interview. Uh, uh obviously we'll keep all in right. touch on how how the summer looks heading to the towards the fall. Um but we'll definitely that do question. that. Everyone is listening this is Dan Murphy from all good things. Uh, please Stay on the lookout for the glory is out now on Better Noise Music, um and if you can, when the album drops, I highly recommend all the fans and followers to purchase the album because the bands can't do it without your help. I, I still buy records that's sitting in the corner of my room. I mean, one I'm of the old. few man. Thank I'm, you. I, I'm old fashioned that way. I still like having like the actual art, heart, you know, artwork Dude, in hand. I mean, totally. if you I mean, look behind me. I, I that's it's what I'm all about. So and uh don't forget you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there check us out on interview dan you stay safe out there in california man um whether i see you in cali or you're here in texas we'll hang out for sure definitely and, uh, i'll talk to you next time buddy awesome sonny thanks for having me brother i appreciate you man back
1: down. you're in my domain got the whole crowd screaming out our name it's a blowout it's a hug. We're a dynasty in the making, we're the royalty, now we're breaking down the end.